Is that your cat? No, fucking next door's got baby. It's always crying. Or they're always like <laughs> mowing their lawn or like cutting the hedges, and it's like you don't need to trim them three times a week. Fuck off. How often do you trim your hedges? <laughs> Mate, I did it for the first time the other day in a while. But I did it in the bath by like stupidly. So I just kind of sat there with all these pubes. <laughs> Floating around. Thank God I wasn't watching. Yeah. So, hi guys. Oh God. <laughs> hi guys. Hi guys. It's Omi and Zara, and welcome to episode twelve of What's Your Own. Is that right? Did we do that right? Is that how we usually do it? Yeah. It's been a while. No, it hasn't. It's been a couple <laughs> of weeks. To be fair, we're slacking, guys. Sorry. It's just busy, isn't it? We've got month end and all of that jazz. Tell me about it. Fucking. Yeah. As soon as the week is done, I've got a little bit of a break next week. Woo! I'm excited. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? I feel like I say the same things every week. I've got SAD. I've got SAD, guys. <laughs> Hi, I have got SAD. <laughs> you know, it is a real thing. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like I don't it's really not... suffer from it. I'm quite lucky in that sense. Thing is, I don't know if it is SAD or if it's just like, you know, I've just come off my period, so I'm like, period was it dirty? Like, yeah. So weird. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like periods really mess you up. You have the week before, you have the week during when you're on it, and then you have the week after where you're kind of like recovering. You only really have one week of normality, yeah. Whatever normal is. Periods are the devil. Being a woman is hard. Men have it so fucking easy. What is it that they actually suffer with? Erectile dysfunction. They can only come once, whereas we can have multiple orgasms. But even then, you're not achieving one orgasm. Yeah, you're not even giving me one, mate. Fuck off. (laughs) We ain't bitter. Oh, man. It's too early for this. (laughs) It's going to turn into a men's trash act. That's the same as every episode. There's a comedian. What I don't know if he's a comedian. An entertainer. Harry Pinero does the videos with, like, Chunks and Philly and all that. Yeah. So him and Chunks were doing an episode in lockdown called Think Twice. Or like a segment was called Think Twice. And one of they were talking about like their biggest turn-offs. <laughs> and Harry Benero said that one of his is men haters when girls go on about men being trash. <laughs> and I was sitting there thinking, I love you so much, but you're just literally not gonna like me because all I do is slag men off. <laughs> you never know. I think you know what it is? It's just one of the things where when you meet the right person, they'll change your views on these things. And so far, like oh, yeah. no one's changed. Yeah. No, not so, all men are trash. Like, we, but why do we have to keep saying that? Like, we sh- you should know that not all men are trash. And if you are offended by it, then it means you are trash. You tell them, sis. You tell them. <laughs> I'm tired of telling them. <laughs> telling them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, today's episode, we are going to talk about the trashiest things that we've done to people or just in life. And the trashiest things that have happened to us. So, yeah. strapping guys, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Why do we 
we put this question in our Instagram, these both of these questions, and we got a res- well, I respond now, we got a few responses. Um <laughs> and someone said the trashiest thing they've done is peeing in the street. What are your thoughts on that? Um I'm not gonna lie, I am I am a street peer. Street peer. <laughs> I can put it. I just I have a small bladder or Mm-mm. I can't hold it. And you know when you... I don't know what it's called. It's got an actual name. You know when you get to your door and then oh, yeah. he comes out? Oh, yeah. There? I've got that. Whatever syndrome that is, I have that. I can't hold it in. If I know there's a toilet coming up, I'm going to... Yeah, just... your bladder's like... Yeah. It's just the I feel like peeing in the street is a rite of passage that every person has to go through in their young adulthood. Every girl as well. But like men just do it anyway, like it's nothing surprising there. Because it's easier for them to just whip it out. We've got like proper squat in the street. I know. And you just like you already know that person's weeing. Who else squats in the street? A man yeah. has to be standing in the corner, you won't really know. Mm. Oh. Every time we used to go on the Black Lives Matter protest and we went past Whitehall, there's a road off the side where the buses stop, the night buses. And I think like I've paid down that street can't take it seriously yeah proper like hitch my dress up what's the best like what's where's the best location for you to pee in the street this is not what the episode's about by the way but... no it's not i mean i've only, i've not done it often no i've done but it like so. a... <laughs> yeah that's sad um <laughs> no i think the last time i did it was literally like 2015 I'm like a camel. I can hold my pee. Must be nice. I can't. Those babes. I did it. Actually, it was a few I'm... months ago in lockdown. Don't even try it. Yeah. We went to the circus. Even after that, after that day was that was a good location. Like it was in the middle of the day as well. I was like, I'm not going to make it back to the flat. I need to just run behind a tree, and I did it. It was in front of someone. Well, it's someone's house, I think. I don't know if some people live there, if it's office blocks. Between, behind a tree, in front of someone's home, did a quick wee, then I ran. You know? How did you wipe? You just have to shake. You just have to twerk it off, innit? Yeah. You just have to shake and then have hand sanitizer always, and then obviously just go home and brush sort myself out, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Hmm? A hard life out here it is i don't like squatting and not that i've ever done it i've done it twice let me not lie have you ever wet yourself in public <laughs> um yes <clears throat> yes i have not in public it's like like i said you know when you, you can feel the toilets like over there like it's it's a, a good two minutes away but you just can't hold it i've just gone with the flow <laughs> yeah i don't understand that it's that when you're trying to put your key in your door and you're just like having to dance to like hold it in while you unlock the door it's It's already like coming out honestly i might pop this bit out (laughs) i've never wet the bed or anything like it's just i don't know when i'm conscious i've done kegels now i feel like my i can actually hold my feeling for longer i'm really happy for you Mm -hmm. Might be worth investing in Shiwi. What's that? It's like this little tube thing where you can like wee like a man standing up, and it will just like direct the pee. 
people use it at festivals and stuff because obviously you know I would get one for a festival but I don't know don't look at me while I use it because the shame <laughs> would haunt me for the rest of my life nah, 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 nah. that's a good invention though you'd have to sanitize it a lot I know imagine just chucking that into your dishwasher the trashy thing I've done, I'm not proud of it. I'm really not proud of it. I don't want to, we're not going to break into it once I say it, but actively pursuing a guy who's got a girlfriend is definitely the worst thing I've done. You knew he had a girlfriend from the very beginning. Oh, yeah, I met her. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Not funny. Stop smiling at me. <laughs> Sorry. How did it make you feel? But this wasn't like you um, pursuing this because it was like a game or something. Like you did like the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just trying to make you feel better. Cause, but I, I, just, I don't like... feel bad now. At the time, I was very aware that I was doing a really bad thing. And I still look back and know that I would never do it again. But you just get a bit lost in the sauce. Yeah, it takes too long, though. It's not always on you. Yeah, true. He didn't need to accept my advances. Yeah. You could have said it from the very get-go. True. But I think people just love a thrill. Mm. And to be weird. Mm. In that period in his life he wasn't feeling like he was wanted by his partner maybe no idea that's between <laughs> him and his god <laughs> I don't know <laughs> oh do you think you've ever been cheated on me yeah um probably that dickhead the Essex one from episode one I reckon he <laughs> a few times yeah do you think you've been no, I don't think I have. Must be nice. <laughs> that, like the situationships, but in that situation, it's obviously more. It's not like set in stone. You're it's like free to do free for all. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Until you say to me, "Can you be? Will you be my girlfriend?" I'm, yeah, free to do what I want, and so are you. I won't like it, but unless there's like rules established, I'm just gonna uh. yeah. I don't think I have. I hope not. Imagine. To be honest, even if they did, I'm glad I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Ignorance is bliss in a certain situation. And this is definitely one of them. But does it make it any better? Because it's like, I'm still pessimistic. I still think you're going to cheat, even though I've not experienced that. Um, I think it's just because we hear so many stories. I was having this conversation yesterday, actually. Um, it's not... Oh, this is, like, far from talking about trash, but, like, I genuinely don't believe relationships will last longer than, like, what, 10 years, maybe? Oh, like, goodness. To, um... You're not coming to my wedding. Don't be sitting <laughs> there with the evil eye, like, this is not going to last. <laughs> like, if you do, I'm happy for you, and, like, you guys see it to fruition. It's just my own pessimism. 
I'm not going to put it on you. Like, oh, he's going to leave you anyway. So it's like, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> well, that was so harsh. You're a sunshine, sis. <laughs> it's my SAD. Oh, Lord. Had enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe like one of those tortoises having sex i love that that's where i get that noise from they're so funny ah. <laughs> the mm. other trashiest thing i've done i think i told you this the other day and you laughed <laughs> when i had a birthday party when i was like four or five and this boy went to sit down next to me and i pulled the chair out from underneath him god knows why i did it but he fell and cracked his head open <laughs> Did he get stitches? Did they have to take him? Was it his birthday? No, it was my birthday. Oh. I had to be the centre of attention, evidently. Little bitch at four years old, cracking this boy's head open. And they were like, everyone was like, why did you do it? And I was like, I don't know. And I started crying. Because <laughs> you had to be centre of attention. <laughs> his head was in the way. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I did it. And he still invited me to his birthday party a few years after. So he can't have been that upset. What was his name? Have you ever like looked him up again? I Do haven't looked him up. Funnily enough, his name, his name was Jack. It started from a young age. Do you know what this is? This is karma. It is. Uh, <laughs> the boy whose head I cracked over when I was four. This is written in the stars. Coming back for revenge on you. Yeah. Oh, bless him. I don't even know if he needed stitches. I don't think it was that bad. But you made him believe. Yeah. He's fine now. Yeah, how do you know that? You you don't know if he's still alive. Maybe he's okay, like... Let me Facebook him then, because now you're upsetting me. It's been 22 years. I think he's okay. Okay, okay what's the trashy thing you've done, sis? Come on. I know what yours is. <laughs> Come on, tell them. I feel like I've already spoken about it before. Like, you guys already know that we're kind of trashy i'm bringing you um don't even bring don't even bring me into this i just i've never done actually i have done something like this before so you go on i'm sure it's uh, yeah so maybe it was like episode nine or ten yeah i just i've had sexual experiences in public and like i think that's pretty trashy water station is trashy yeah, that is trashy. Don't listen to this, please. <laughs> uh-huh. I do regret it. But at the time, it was empty. It's not like it's a public place and, like, okay, it is a public place, but there wasn't, like, a lot of people around. It wasn't just, like, on a packed elevator or something. Look at her trying to justify her actions. Just, ah. say, just say you got fingered in Waterloo Station. Keep it moving. Okay, <laughs> that's what you need to say. I'm just trying to justify it. You don't <laughs> It was on the tube as well. No, let me, why am I elaborating? <laughs> oh, God. I'm getting hot. You're so funny. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. To be honest, most of my trashy things involve things like that. I'm like, I'm not going to elaborate because it's, you know, it's my past, but. Right. <laughs> it's my past. It was a few months ago. Dickens. <laughs> She's been twenty. She's been twenty-seven for like a month now, and she thinks she's all enlightened, guys. 
I've opened my third eye. I can see it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Tear fell, I'm sorry. I feel like they charge you enough. You might as well get your money's worth. <laughs> How many grand am I paying? Isn't it? Might as well get your money's worth, mate. Cheeky finger. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I think I just get caught up in the moment. That's all it is. Yeah, you get lost in the sauce. Yeah, and then I become trashy. I just want to be, I just want someone to take me seriously. <laughs> My future husband's listening to this. I, don't know. <laughs> I hope so. But at least he'll know what you're like and he'll know how to come correct, in it? What you're on, innit? <laughs> just starts fingering me in Waterloo. I'm like, excuse me. You're like, no, no, no. I heard your podcast, didn't I? I know you like this. Mm. and he'll be like what do you prefer London Bridge then (laughs) (laughs) oh it's been so long since since I had a good date (laughs) I go through periods where like I crave it and then I don't crave it yeah I feel you I crave it but then I don't actually do anything about it yeah, or I cancel last minute. Yeah. I just like to put them off. You know how I feel about dates. Same. Maybe Is that a trashy thing, though? Like, why are we actively talking to people and then pushing them away at the same time? Get, <laughs> like, what are we keeping out of Getting that? there first, isn't it? I don't know. We excuses. I know, we have. Like, have you seen been seeing those memes of like what gives you the ick? Oh, yeah, I love them. So funny. Tell me what gives you the everything. <laughs> um, I'm not. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's different for each person. No, do you know what gives me the ick? It's like that guy that I saw on Hinge the other day who liked me. And his videos were of him, like, showing his body. And then it was him, like, winking at the camera and stuff. And I was literally just like, <sighs> stuff like that gives me the ick. If you you're... Know... Pardon? You know what a face I associate with you? You know that face of Rihanna that's, like, got, like, the ick face? Yeah, that's me. My face, <laughs> 24-7. And the thing is, I can't hide my face. So if you do something icky in front of me, you'll know about it. I you can't say anything, yeah. Yeah. What gives you the ick? I think there is the list is long, like Yeah. <laughs> how people eat, that can give me the ick. Right. Yeah. I used to work with someone who when he ate he used to literally just shovel his food into his mouth and sometimes he'd like it would like drop out and he'd be like trying to catch it and like push it back in. And I used to watch him like, Are you for real? Like it's you're not in borrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't like that or my biggest ick yeah is men that have no backbone like if you're a wet piece of lettuce you need to stay away from me because how do you mean you, I think I know what you mean but like I don't I'm picturing you meaning in like if you guys had a fight and they don't fight back yeah that kind of 
Yeah. So you're just a soft idiot. You're a wet piece of lettuce. You've got nothing to you. You're agreeable to everything that I say, everything that I want. No, tell me to shut up sometimes because I know I'm a bitch. Yeah, someone with Bim would be nice. Bim. Oh, yeah. I love Bim. <laughs> like, you have a presence when you don't even, you're not even doing anything. Yeah, you're just, just there and it's just. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. think of, I'm trying to think of like the embodiment of ick. But I can't think of. You know when those there's some people that like don't realise they've got like little things at the edge of their mouth, like where they collect spit. Yeah. And it's white. Yeah. Like just <laughs> sorry, that gives me the ick too. Yeah. I don't like that. Male or even little things like where you don't brush your tongue or clean your tongue, like that. Nope. Or if you have you don't cut your nails so you've got the white bits at the end. Nope. Yeah. Nope. You're not touching me. Not being moisturised actually does give me the ick too. Yeah. Quite a few boys are like that though. No, they don't moisturise at all. They don't do skincare, they don't cream them bodies or anything like that. They're just there. Waste of space, that's what you are. You can feel the ashiness, you know what I mean? It's white boys as well. They're the worst. Probably, they probably think they don't have to. Yeah, the darker your skin is, the more you have to moisturise. But well, some people, necess- not necessarily, not trying to say what I'm trying to say. Some people necessarily don't. Yeah. They have darker skin. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I don't like as well? I don't know what else gives me the ick. I think a lot of things do. Like, I know this is probably the reason that I'm single. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Because everything gives me the ick. Like that guy that you tried to set me up with, who looked like he was 12 years old and an uncle all at the same time, <laughs> immediately had the ick. Immediately. A 6'10". 6'10", but I feel like it's a bit unnecessary for him to be 6'10". Like, why, why are you so tall? Yeah. It's the way they dress as well. That, that bothers me. Yeah, I'm trying to... Those light blue jeans that you don't like. <laughs> they give me the ick. <laughs> I remember the day I went on with that guy and he had chinos on with elasticated waistbands and, like, elasticated legs. And I was like, oh. Yes, I'm sorry. That's probably... Okay, this is so shallow, but that's probably... Like, because I'm not a fashionista. You are. Do... Okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'm more of a fashionista than some people. Yeah. But... I'm not to a level where I can be like, mm, that's not nice. If that yeah, you sense. are. I'm still going to say it anyway, because I'm a bitch. <laughs> this is why I'm thinking I'm a horrible person. <laughs> How, do you know, though? How do you tell them, like, oh, I don't like what you're wearing? I'll just be like, you're going to wear that. I don't know. I remember at work, people used to bully me. There was this shirt that I had, yeah, you know. There was this shirt that I had, and it was like, different check patterns and it was on the same shirt so okay. people always used to be like did you cut up two shirts and say them together <laughs> don't ever wear that again and I literally never wore it to work again because I was like yeah so that's in fashion now my fave Monique has a two check shirt I like it no if you can pull off your look like it's just it's just carrying it off like yeah clothes, but if you can carry it off then it's like a different thing but... yeah and I believe in my Vimela to pull off 
two different check patterns on one item of clothing. Yeah. I think I just want to say, I think you just, it's, it goes back again to the vim. Like, you need to have the vim to carry it off. Oh, a man with vim can get a long way. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I used to go on a date with someone. I used to date someone who ate so quickly that he used to feel sick. And I was literally like, what's your problem? Is it just, is it like my face that's making you feel sick? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Just slow the, slow down. Okay. Yeah, that one. Of course it's him. He was just, he, yeah, everyone at, at, when we worked together, like, three years ago, whenever it was, he, people, he was always ill. And was always sneezing, like, always snotty and whatever. Like, people used to hate him. On that, though, about food, one of the responses we had was, um, Someone puts KFC. Um, it was, <laughs> this may have been one time occasion. They put KFC in their bag on a night out. So it was chicken strips to have, you know? <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's quite clever. I think so too. But just had like have a snack, isn't it? She sent me a picture, but it's just like open bits of chicken strip, like in the middle of like lip <laughs> Okay, that's a bit much. That's going to smell and be greasy everywhere. Yeah, but you're going to eat it, so. To be honest, I'd have eaten it in like two minutes. There would have been nothing left. Yeah. It's a good idea, though. Having a little food compartment in your bag that you can... 100%. Do you know what else is me now that I'm on this topic? People who are stupid. If you're not intelligent, I can't fuck with you. Like, I need you to challenge me and match me intellectually. Yeah, I need you to be able to read the room. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. You can't embarrass me in a social situation. Not embarrassed. <laughs> this is really embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. A level of intelligence there. Yeah. I don't know if that gives me the ick though. I think that's. It doesn't give me the. It doesn't give me the ick. Just... Yeah, I suppose it goes does go under ick. Or if they make like dad jokes and stuff in front of my friends, I'll look at you with that brown face. I just can't. <laughs> like. So... No, I don't like it. Like if you're, or if you try and be funny, like my dad does it so often. He tries to be funny, and I'm just there, like, oh Jesus Lord, remove me from my body now. Like honestly, there was an episode of the receipts where Tolly was like, "All men do is embarrass you," and I felt that in my chest because that's what they love to do, embarrass you. Maybe, but like saying a joke that's not funny is quite cute, and I quite admire that. I'll just look at you and be like, "What are you doing?" No, I I just have a very low tolerance, a very 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 low tolerance, which is again probably why I'm single because you'll do one thing and I'll be like, oh. I think you're you're just used to your own your own space maybe. I was thinking this last night, you know, how if I was ever to meet someone and we like got to a stage where we're living together, I think we should have separate rooms. What to sleep in? Yeah. No. Like, obviously, we can still, you know, no. feel like it, share a bed and whatnot. But I'm so used to sleeping on my own and having the space. Why am I going to compromise it for half a bed? I would want a big bed. I hate sharing my bed, so I would want a big one. This is why I'd rather have two rooms. You've got your quarters. I've got mine. No, I think that's weird. You can still. I think it's mm. it's quite a good way to have a healthy relationship. Keep the distance, but keep the peace but 
but what if you get too used to being apart and then you never like you never sleep together you never have sex you never you're never intimate you never cuddle do any of that that's where you've got that distance there to like actually today I do want to sleep next to you and like you've got that there whereas if you do it every night and you go to bed angry together it's like oh whereas you know fucking you again <laughs> yeah exactly oh lord just an idea mm. Mm. I'd accept him having a boy's room, a room where he's got like his PS4, whatever it is, and all of that. But you're sleeping next to me, even if I don't like you right now. I don't know. I think honestly, it doesn't mean that you're not going to sleep next to me ever. It just means you know when when we want to sleep apart, and you just want a bit of space for the night and mm. want that. I'd just take it too personally. Like, why do you want space for me? Where are you going? And then I would be worried, the pessimist in me would be worried that, like, he would never, ever want to sleep with me, cuddle me, have sex with me, be intimate, do any of that. He'd get too used to having his own quarters. So that could never run in my household. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I'll try it and I'll let you know. Okay. Okay, moving on with the trash. What's the trashiest thing you think that someone's done to you? Um... I think I don't know it's quite deep though I was gonna say this is like from that previous long-term relationship mm-hmm. bought the new flat we were living together oh, that bald-headed eagle we were living together and then he he was in the process of moving to a new place a new flat and obviously if I'm living with you I'm gonna assume that we're gonna go together but <laughs> this is too deep go on. he hadn't really like he already knew the relationship had ended but he didn't really give me much notice to like find a new place Bastard. quite trashy I think if you're going to end it with me tell me give me the yeah. look oh, that's trash I'll kill him that's the trashiest I can think of but that's because he's he's what I embody as trash he is the yeah. human equivalent of trash that's the best yeah. yeah, I feel like he went downhill very quickly. He was not. Yeah, once he started being trash, it just kept going. Yeah, but he... oh, there's a guy over that holiday when we went to Romania and how he behaved. That was just yeah. But if myself, he was trash from the beginning, and I just didn't pick up on it. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, what else did he do? Like he was pretty trash. Just how he would speak about his family, his exes. Um, and then there was a time we went to Brighton and, like I was with it was like a little work trip and like I had work friends there did not say hello to them or anything like that it was just not social that's so bad there was those times where I had tickets to like shows and he'd come and then he'd leave halfway he oh he just, yeah. yeah he'd trash from the get-go I just didn't pick up on it well I did I just stuck around for whatever reason Hmm. Like that guy in Emily in Paris, isn't it? That's what he reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. He's that. The one who was like, why do you want to go to this? Swan Lake. No, 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 no. Just shut your mouth and enjoy your time yeah, with me. Exactly. It's not so much about the show. It's the fact that we're here together. Like, We're here together. And I want to go. So you need to compromise and shut your mouth and come with me. And then I'll go to a football game with you or do whatever. Yeah. That's how relationships work. Exactly. Exactly. But I think some men... Or even some women, to be fair. I'm sure there's women out there like that. They just yeah, for sure. 
want everything to be on their terms. Yeah, just stubborn, but like extreme levels of stubbornness. Yeah, I don't even think it's stubbornness. I think it's just rude. Like, it's literally just rude. No. You obviously weren't raised right. Sorry, but you weren't. Good. Yeah. What was I going to say? Yeah, like Tolly said about them embarrassing, he was an embarrassment. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's the trashiest thing that's happened to me. A whole trash human. <laughs> yeah. I talk bitter about oh. that, though. Like, I don't want, like, to be honest, I, I, I think in you... my past, I don't, I don't like him. I'm not going to, like, deny that, but. I know. But you're not sad about him anymore, or I think you've moved yeah, on. Yeah, I think I moved on quite quickly from that one. Yeah, I think you were both done with the relationship before you called yeah. it quits. Yeah. What about you? What's the trashiest thing that's happened to you? I think. Oh, I've had a couple actually, at the hands of men, obviously. Um. <laughs> I think the worst one was that guy that I spoke about in the dating episode that just like ditched me that night. Yeah, that is really. And was laughing at me with his friends. Oh, that's so just that, If he ditched um, you and like just ghosted, that's one thing. But the fact that he was there with his friends looking down at me laughing. Oh god, what a fucking cunt. Anyway, um, I think the other one was I had this boyfriend I've really forgotten about him um I had this boyfriend oh 2016 I think it was we were together at the beginning of 2016 for like not for very long I think three or four months and then he was one of those guys he was a lot older than me he was you could tell that he was very like used to his single life so he had his life planned out in the sense that he would play football on a Sunday afternoon and he would get Chinese on Sunday nights and blah 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 and he wouldn't compromise that for anyone so there wasn't there wasn't really space for me to fit in because he didn't want to make that space do you know what I mean so then there was one weekend the weekend that we broke up he was supposed to come to my house on the Saturday or the Sunday but he was like, I'll come at this time. He was still going to go football and he was still going to and then come to my house. And his fo- he played football in like Tottenham Hale, which was like on the way to Stansted. So it's not exactly no. close. And then he was going to come to mine for literally like a couple of hours and then still leave in time to get home to get Chinese from his favourite Chinese shop wow. on that night. Nice. And I was like, compromise is just seeing you for like a couple of hours and then going. A couple of hours because everything else that he's doing is so much more important um and i was like well why can't we just get chinese at mine and you can stay a bit longer like surely that makes more sense and he was like no i don't want to do that and then we basically got into a massive argument and i got really upset because i was like i don't get why you don't want to like spend more time with me why you like you're having your single life and you don't want me to like in and I was literally I was really hysterical because anytime I tried to speak to him about any issues that I thought we were having he was shut down and I knew that if I kept probing him he would just 
jump me. So I just kept quiet a lot of the time and didn't like press him. So I had a lot on my chest that I needed to get off. So when I was getting hysterical, it all just kind of came out and he literally put the phone down on me. And then we never spoke again. Do you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> this yeah. is to add a little bit of humour. But you know, in Love Island, I came back here to tell you I loved you. Tell you that I loved you. Yeah, but I also want to be that guy that gets up and makes tea and coffee for everyone in the morning. I don't know why I did that accent. It but, sounds yeah. like them. Yeah. He just, I just don't think he likes me enough. Or... He's just so stuck in his ways. Like, I can... I can... Maybe did he? Maybe he was on the spectrum, like madly, or like just a little. Maybe I don't know. Do you know what it is? He reminded me so much of my dad. I think it's a foreign guy thing. They have their lives, and you have to fit in with them. Don't ever question them. Every holiday that they have, they're gonna go back to their home country. You're never gonna go with them. Like, do you know what I mean? You just kind of have to do what they say and fit in with them. And you know what I'm like? I've got a big fucking mouth. So I'm only going to keep it quiet for so long. But yeah. But then he, because then obviously we still work together. So we still have to see each other every day. Like, obviously at first it was really awkward. And he like just ignored me. I tried to like talk to him and be like, are we going to have a chat? And he just ignored me. But then like people would start noticing that he would like watch me as I moved around the building or like there was one time I had lunch at the cafe opposite work and he was in the building and my friend was like he's literally not taking his eyes off you for this whole hour but like you refused to speak to me and you're the reason that we broke up because you just couldn't compromise and then even after we ended and I left that workplace he expected me to say goodbye to him I remember him watching me at the door as I said bye to everyone and I was like you know what fuck you like I've tried so many times to contact you and be like listen we need to speak I don't like the way things ended and he just completely ignored everything so why would I say bye to you? And then after that, he kept liking all my pictures and stuff like that. And I was like, no, you don't get to do this. Yeah. But can you imagine someone just like literally hanging up on you and never, ever speaking to you again? Yeah, I'd expect some like kind of follow up. Like, yeah, we did this. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 And then my friend who worked with us, she tried to speak to him one day and was like, why haven't you spoken to her? And he was like, well, she keeps giving me dirty looks. Blah, blah. It's like, how old are you? Obviously, I'm giving you dirty looks. What the fuck? I think you're yeah. being an absolute cunt. This is the thing. Uh, they bury their head, head, but they also aren't aware of what yeah. they've done. Yeah, 100%. That gives me the ick. Yeah, men that, like, I think he was just immature. Even though I was 21 at the time and he was 28, so you would expect him to be a lot more mature than me. But, like... Mad. No. Yeah, we went to a work party together and he didn't even want to get in the same cab home with me. It was so weird. I forced myself in his cab. Do you know how embarrassing that is? He wouldn't let me stay over. It was just so weird. Even the cab driver, we dropped him off first. And the cab driver's like, surely it would be easier for you to just stay here. And I was like, don't get me started. He's mm. trashy. <laughs> yeah, he's so trashy. Oh, my God. I've really buried that deep down. <laughs> Do you think the age gap was just too much? No. Because in the long term, I was definitely a lot more mature than he was. 
at least I could talk about my feelings. I didn't like to, but at least I could. It wasn't me causing all these issues. Yeah. I was trying to communicate and solve them. I just think when you're when I look back, like at twenty one, I'm still kind of like a baby. Yeah, oh, definitely, I was, but compared to him, yeah, he was. I wasn't. Yeah, like there was one time I went to his house and we just had like a movie night, and he came and met me at the station with like a burger, and I was thinking, why the fuck would you not get me food as well? Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he got a burger and chips for himself and didn't get me anything. And had had the audacity to still come meet me at the station with that burger in his house. He's so trashy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those young ones, when you're in a relationship when you're young, they really do, like, hit you with <laughs> the hard truth that, yeah, these guys aren't always going to be, um, be there for you. <laughs> they lower your bar that's yeah. what it is they lower your bar so low oh he lowered my bar so much <laughs> yeah I remember oh my god two other things that he did that was shitty um we went on a date once this was when we were like a couple months into it we went for a drink in this bar he didn't really drink which again I found really weird like he counted how many drinks he had at the work party he was very like rigid which was weird um so we went like, wants to keep hmm? an eye on how much he's taken in. Yeah, he came to me at the end of the night and he was like, I've had nine beers today. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck you counted for? Fuck off. Um, so why you tell me how many you've had? But we went out for drinks one night and he got the first round and then he was like, well, now it's your turn. I paid for the first one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I would have offered anyway, but now that you've told me, I don't want to. Of course. Yeah, it's the principle of the fact that you told me. It's now my turn. Fuck off. And I remember when we broke up, obviously people realised that I wasn't going into the restaurant because he worked in the restaurant underneath the office where I was. I wasn't going into the restaurant like all lovey-dovey anymore, giving him a hug and stuff like that. And people started asking questions. So there was this other guy in that workplace that I fancied. (laughs) And he fancied me. So then he invited me to, like, a barbecue one that was his friends. So I went and took my friends. And then he was, like, at the barbecue once we'd all had a few drinks. This was probably, like, this was after I left the workplace. So I think it was a year after I'd broken up with the yeah. other guy. And he was, like, um, oh, what did he say? He was, like, so what actually did happen with you? And I was, like, oh, he just couldn't communicate this this and this and he was like yeah he told us all that you were really cold-hearted towards him and I was like and my friend who was there with me straight away I was like oh because she knew I was not going to be happy so communication is key she just told you that from the beginning like I don't like how you're coming across to me and then fine I can no he meant like after we'd broken up I was cold-hearted but you hung up on me I sent you like two messages two essays being like we need to have a chat I don't really know what's going on here like why would you put the phone down and not speak to me again blah 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 blah. like I don't want it to be awkward at work we need to talk about this even if we're not going to get back together whatever and you ignored them and you're saying I'm cold-hearted yeah. fuck off oh, the audacity. Like, he doesn't want to do what he's done wrong cool. yeah yeah ostrich but I've come across a lot of men like that who don't take responsibility or accountability for how shit they are 
it's always the girl's fault. It's always me that's crazy and me that's a bitch, me that's cold-hearted. Fuck off. Maybe you're just a prick. The older I've got and the more my standards have been risen. <laughs> yeah. That do you want to communicate? <laughs> so you, we, yeah, we can't like generalize, of course. We're not generalizing, but there are men that do communicate what's wrong and like guys be like that yeah. be more like that i'm down yeah communicate yeah guys but then some guys preach communication and like my ex he was always like i want us to always be open and honest with each other i want us to always talk to each other about how we feel blah blah, blah. and then when he jumped me he gave me like a complete bullshit reason as to why he did because he couldn't communicate what was actually the problem so fuck off suck your mum oh i'm <laughs> mad now <laughs> so basically <laughs> this episode we said was it going to be a men's trash episode and it is <laughs> no, it, it's not it's not it's not meant it's just unfortunate that the trash stories that have happened to us are at the hands of men i'm not saying no girls have ever not been trashed because I've got a few of those stories too sis because girls are shit too oh, what's but... tr- okay what's the trashiest thing you've yeah. done to someone now you're burying your head <laughs> there was a girl oh this is really bad there was a girl at uni that we were friends she had a lot of problems <laughs> um, and she slept with her housemate and then I got with him one night, like a few weeks later or whatever, because he was really cute. Um, and I got with him. And then basically to get back at me, she slept with someone that I'd slept with at uni, who she knew I liked, to get back at me, which was shit. And then she kept trying to do that. Even after I'd found out, like, yeah. And then in the end, I ended up sleeping with the guy that she liked. Because I was like, do you know what? You're being a fucking cunt. I'm going to do what I like. I've not slept with him or done anything for yeah. all these months. So, yeah, fuck you. And then she cried and kept calling me and causing so much drama. I'd be like, why did you do it? <laughs> and then I'd say something to her and be like, don't call me again, blah, blah, blah. And then she'd twist what I said, tell him what I've said. And me and him ended up becoming friends afterwards anyway. And then he'd call me and be like, why did you say this? And I'd be like, I fucking didn't say this. Like, oh, my God. And then it was just a lot of drama. Yeah. Revenge fucks are not good, guys. <laughs> yeah. What's the trashiest thing you've done to another girl? Another girl. Or a trashy thing that a girl's done to you? I don't think I've actually been involved in that kind of trash. You know, I've got like amnesia. Like, it'll hit me after we've ended this podcast. But I. Oh, look, we might need like, a We could probably guys. get someone in to talk about the male perspective. But it has quite one sided. Um, yeah. But a trashy thing that a girl has done to me. No, I'm quite. I don't know. I'm very self aware. Like, I don't get myself into those situations or I, I stay away from it. I've not. I've not encountered anything like that. I've never been catty. Just kidding. Yeah, girls are always catty, though, aren't they? Like, not affected me. I'm sure things have. 
but I can't think of something that's been like that. I tried to stay away from the drama. Like, <laughs> that's good. Missed out on a hmm? teenage young twenties hood. No, you haven't missed out on anything. Trust me, it's a lot of drama. Yeah, I was thinking. Like, I was having a conversation yesterday about if someone was cheating on me, would I be catty about it? Not even catty, but would I fight the girl? No, I just like no. you've cheated on me, so that she's yours now, or you're 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 that person's like. Yeah, I wouldn't come to the one. Yeah, like woman. you've done it, so go. Let me. That's yeah. my mindset on most things. If you want to be trash, then be trash. Just let me. I'm not involved. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that video of that girl whose boyfriend cheated on her? So they still went on their holiday together and they went like paddling and she just left him at sea. I feel like that's so extreme. Sure she went back. Do you think it... I don't know. Like I read so many stories about these women. They find out their partners cheat on them and they just don't even confront them about it. They literally just like pack their bags, move out, block them and never speak to them again. Because it's like, what more do you, what more can you say to me? Or what can you say to me about the fact that you've cheated? Like you've done it. There's no going back for me. There's nothing to talk about. I like that. I like that attitude. But I don't know if I could be that person. I have to fight you. I have to shout. Oh, I can't cry. That I feel like if you've done that to me, then that's on you now. I want karma. Let karma do its thing. Yeah, true. Sometimes karma doesn't do anything, and I'm like, right. Some people who are shit literally have it all, and it's annoying to watch. Mm-hmm. We sound like such bitter. I don't feel like women. we do. I think we're we're being very truthful about what we expect. It's not bitter to walk away or to fight for what's yours. Fight for what's yours. I would. I don't know if I'd fight for him. I would just fight him. I'd be like, why the fuck would you do this? I'd have to get a couple of hits in there. I don't know. Would I though? I don't know. See, sometimes I just get so angry that, like, my emotions get the better of me and I lash out or whatever. So I think I'd probably end up in that state with him if I found out that he'd ever cheated. I think I'm too emotional to fight. Yes. I mean, too fight that. Like, it won't won't be anger first, it'll be sadness. Mm, I think that anger will come first. No, no, no. For me, the anger would come first and then I'd be sad. But I think for you, yeah. it would be the other way around. That's really sad. Because you have SID. <laughs> I was going to say yours is anger. <laughs> yeah, mine is definitely anger. I have a lot of anger in me. That I need to do something about, evidently. Because it's got to be in a lot of trouble. That's over the years. I don't think you're an angry person now. You just you need to push to anger. I don't think um, you're like... I don't know, maybe it's just I don't see the anger too much. Well, but I remember with my ex a couple of years ago, I literally told him on the on the phone, like, you're a fucking waste of space, like, a waste of skin. You make me sick. <laughs> like, I just... Well, I need a bit of that, but nothing's making me angry these days. That's good. You're a calm child. I need some of that. Sprinkle that calmness on me. Yeah, I'd say that's probably, if I was to label myself, it would be that. In a good way, that's exciting. 
I think you learn something from everyone that you date. Not always. Some of them leave you with scars. Like that PTSD is strong. Yeah. The PTSD of like being left halfway in a on a date or something is strong. Yeah. True. You don't learn anything from that. No. There's no way you can stop that. But now you've got a fear that every date you go on is gonna happen. Yeah, he's just gonna get out of pathway and be like, peace out. Down. Humans are trash. No, yeah, we are. Both of us are. Oh yeah, we've both. I I have definitely done some shitty things. In I way. probably have, and I've forgotten because I've just got selective memory. Oh god, yeah. No, I remember everything. It doesn't keep me awake at night though. Like I don't really care anymore. Like said, you know. Yeah, lack of level most of the things that I've done that shit I've never done them more than once so and I feel like you have you're still able to process like regret and stuff it's not like a case of like you're not doing it every week no thank god we thank god I like you for your trash yeah Because it's never been directed at you. <laughs> well, I've fucked your man. Oh, <laughs> uh, I trust that you won't. <laughs> oh my god, never, ever, ever, ever. That thought wouldn't even occur to me. I'm too awkward around my my friends' partners. I find it really uncomfortable. I don't want to like conversate with them for too long and stuff yeah, like, like that. that. Unless they are like genuinely nice people. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like fuck. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just uncomfortable around men in general. It's a girl school thing. We won't talk about that in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. <laughs> I think it's a girl school thing, but I think it's also how I've been brought up with my dad. Like, from a young age, like primary school age, he made it very clear that I was yeah, not to talk to boys. It didn't help that I was such a tomboy. So. So they've just been this exotic creature to me that's like unapproachable and untouchable. No, I completely and... get that. This is this. I'm not. Maybe I'm not calm. Yeah. Like, maybe I am calm, but a part of it is just shyness. Like I'm very. Yeah, same. I'm very shy. shy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shy. Everyone's like and you are with a certain type of people, and I think I'm the same. I'm shy with most people. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Oh, in order to use, yeah. Anyway, men aren't trash. <laughs> we just want to say that we say it every lesson. Yeah, they're not. But if you're listening to this podcast, this is episode twelve. You know what you're listening to. You know what you're getting yourselves into. So I'm not gonna apologize yeah, anymore. That's true. Actually. Let's stop. All right. Ciao, everyone. Oh, sweet child. Next episode is. Blood and Wine mm-hmm. Halloween special episode 13. Creepy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm going to go now. Goodbye, guys. Thank Bye. you for listening. Bye.